maybe owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. But most people, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to pay $75 for tires. So they hear they're only $49.95. Then you got to buy all them extras, like, do you want them on the car? <laughs> no, I'll just eat them here. <laughs> you want them balanced? What are you going to say? Hell no, I like to go down the road, have them go, bam, bam. And that's what we're talking about tonight, because one little slip, you're out. Well, get that window for you, too. Yeah, you got a little something on your window here. Look like them love bugs from down there south somewhere. <laughs> yeah. to get it off. Yes, ma'am. Dude, you're awfully friendly. Tonight on Nostalgic Cars and Radios, it's... No, it's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I'm Christy Lee from All Girls Garage and Barrett Jackson on Velocity, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers. Run, run, run. And Google Gulfstream Sports, our website, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars, our podcast, which is on our website. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. And Bobby, go ahead and give us the rest of the social media thing, because I think I botched it up again, didn't I? Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. Periscope. And, and it's, LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And uh, what's that? It's uh, NR- uh, at NRC Air. Uh, at NRC On Air. At NRC on air, okay. That's how you can find us on Twitter and on Periscope. Because oh, they yeah. share the same handle, which is nice if you're on 
those two social medias. Absolutely. And and don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, right? Subscribe to our YouTube channel because we got some stuff on there now. And most importantly, you know, don't forget to download Speed Culture, the enthusiast mobile app. If you want to know where all the car shows are on the planet, at least the continental USA, you got to download Speed Culture, the enthusiast mobile app. And don't forget, we got a website. It's called speedcultureapp.com, right? Yeah, and uh, tell them uh, there's a little difference between the event screen there on, on speedcultureapp.com. Yeah, now our latest feature, now our 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 wizard resident, wizard guru, web builder, app builder, Mr. Uh, Internet, the all-seeing, the all Wait, 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 you know what we forgot? Did we save that one clip we did from the Oz? Do not arouse the wrath of the great and powerful Oz. Well, yeah. The man behind the curtains. The great Oz has spoken. But at any rate... Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Uh, yeah, if you go to our second page or the home... It's, is it on the home page? I said come back tomorrow. No, it's on the event listing page, it's, right? Uh, as soon as you click on event listings. Yeah, if you go to the... Okay, you go to the home page and then go to event listings. We now have a map. And the map, basically, you click on the state that you're in, and you can find all the car show events on there. That's pretty cool, okay? And uh, so that's kind of neat. Let me turn on my, my mouse my mouse around here so I can get this thing to work right. So let's just say, for example, you uh, click on Florida, okay? Matter of fact, we might as well just segue right into the Speed Culture Minute. What do you think, Bobby? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Okay, well, what's going on this weekend here? Uh, if we're on, uh, look at the advertisers there, National Parts Depot. How about a big shout out to my good friends up there at National Parts Depot? In fact, if I go up here with my little itty bitty little mousey and I click on National Parts Depot, okay, as a little ad rotates, it takes me right to their website. Although my computer happens to be working really, really slow. And it's loading, so <laughs> I'm gonna go back to, to uh, speed culture. Anyway, um, so then you have a number of events there. Hey, look on the other side, we have Just Toys, Classic Cars. That's our good friend Jr. over there, and it's still loading too. I must have a very, very slow computer. What do you think, Bobby? Is there something wrong? Is it me or is it the computer? No, John. John, do you want me to answer? You want to answer? <laughs> How are we gonna do this? tell you the truth even in new jersey what you're doing is called rude so <laughs> i like that thank you, chris krisky uh chris krisky i'm thinking of crispy creams chris krisky i'm just kind of mad hey you know what it's live radio well. <laughs> it's live radio and anything's possible yes we did get some crispy creams because we're big crispy cream donut fans and we actually have crispy cream and steak and shake app on our phones as well as speed culture right bobby yeah yeah okay so it's uh, still loading i don't understand this why this takes forever and uh but at any rate all right so let me go back to oh just toys just loaded up so that's good national parts depot still waiting for them to load anyway uh yeah if you need parts for your ford chevy or your ford bronco or <laughs> or uh gto or trans am or something like that you definitely want to go see our good friends up on ocala i mean it's only a two-hour drive up there to check out uh national parts depot and uh load yourself up with some parts to fix your classic and antique car uh, speaking of which, if you have a classic and antique car, we've got a couple of really cool events coming up. This weekend in Zephyr Hills, we have the, I think it's called the Winterfest. 
And uh, there's a car show, as usual. And there's so a... their Winter Auto Fest. The Winter Auto Fest in Zephyr Hills. Okay, so they're going to have a car show. Uh, swap me. Of course, I'm a swap me junkie. You know, big parts junkie. You guys all know that. And, of course, they're going to have an auction there. So that's pretty cool. And then the following week, they're going to have the Carlisle events, right? And know what there's called, Bobby. There's also the Winterfest. And, uh, uh, yes. Okay, so... Uh, it's, it's a long... one long, It's a really long event, I believe. It's a really long event here. I should have this up on my computer here. This is how bad I am. That is next weekend, and i got to go to page two. See, this is kind of how this works. I just kind of walk you through there. It there's says, so many events on so there. Many events, yeah. Thousands, I believe. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm clicking on it right now. Carlisle Winter Florida Auto Fest. That's what they call that. And uh, that's actually pretty cool. It started out, well, actually, Carlisle, the Carlisle group, is, is pretty much in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And they do a number of exciting events each year. And a couple of years ago, they kind of teamed up with the guys over there in Zephyr Hills, which is where they were. But I think they kind of outgrew that. So now they moved over to Lakeland. So that's where they're going to be next weekend. And, of course, we will be set up there with a tent and everything like that. So you guys can all stop by and say hi to us. Um, we'll have a good time there. And we'll be talking car stuff and talking about the app and talking about anything else. Matter of fact, uh, what did I do today? Since we're talking about cars, I uh, I did an appraisal today. Actually, I have a couple of cars lined up. And... Uh, and we will upload the video because I did a video of this car as well because of what I did is we uh, did a video and an appraisal on a 1966 Ford Fairlane GTA convertible factory bucket seat console car. Gorgeous, gorgeous car. I will have some pictures up on my website here pretty soon, and I will put them on my Facebook page as well and links to all this stuff. So if you guys need appraisals, please keep me in mind. Visit my website, which is GolfstreamMotorsports.com, and also we have a link on uh, Speed Culture App. I presume, right? And uh, so at any rate, so the the Fairlane that I worked on today or that I took a look at was a really, really, really nice car. Now, what was interesting is I was first clued in the car was a Canadian car. Well, that means the car may have come from Canada at one point in time, but it's not to say that the car could have been a California car, a Southwest car, a Florida car, a Minnesota car, anything like that. But what I do when I do my appraisals, which is really, really important, is I start looking at the car, and I always tell the guys, I said, look, when I come over there, when I first meet and greet you, I'll probably be dressed up, kind of presentable, look nice, because first impressions go a long way. But then when I actually come to go do the inspection on the car and do the appraisal, I actually kind of dress up in kind of grubby clothes. And the reason being is because you want to kind of crawl around in the car. And obviously, you want to get underneath the car, because a lot of sins, if they're there, are usually hidden from the top side. But generally, you can find them on the bottom. Ideally, you want to get the car up on the rack. That's the, the best scenario. If you can't do that, then wear some grubby clothes and bring yourself a, a blanket or a towel, something you can lay on. A mirror is handy. A camera. And, then, of course, your cell phones nowadays all have uh, you know cameras in them. So you can take a picture of the areas that you can't see, and then you can look at the picture, and it kind of highlights you know the, the good and the bad and the ugly, so to speak. And um, so at any rate, so while I was working on this car today, I was pretty, pretty much impressed with it. I mean, it's Wimbledon white, red interior. Bucket seat console car, no tack or anything like that. But other than that, no air conditioning, factory AM radio, just really, really nice. Now on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 5 being pretty much a, a drivable beater, 10 being something that I would probably own because it's a parts car and I'd have to assemble it of some kind or to uh, assemble it. And yep. Need some, uh, some assembly required. Is that how that old cliche goes? Yeah. And um, But anyway... The car was just really, really stunning. I mean, you know, every once in a while you can – a car – and I tell people this. They go, 
A car has a soul. We've had this discussion on my show many times. Some real, true car guys kind of look up to look at a car. They walk up to the car. They touch the car, and it's almost like the car tells you. It's got a story, you know. A restored car doesn't always have a lot of a story because you know you can't see the 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 age, the the character, the the little dings, the dents, the scratches, the nicks, the you know the wear and tear that the car's gone through. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you know. That's the story that the car tells you. But still, if you see a car like, for example, this '66 uh, Fairlane, when I look underneath the car, all the pinch wells were good. All the original spot wells that hold all the brackets and the frame rails and the cross members and all that stuff, the floor pans, all that stuff was very, very correct looking. And if somebody did it. They had to have access to a state-of-the-art, really, really long spot well machine to reach in there and do all that stuff. So I would venture to say that it's safe to say that that was probably a fairly original car. Um, naturally, it was totally taken apart because you could look underneath the, you know, if you look underneath the dash, that's one area you always want to look at because people always skimp on the areas that you can't see. And uh, so, you know, looking at this car up underneath, I could see where they actually had the dash apart, that the car was painted on the inside. When they put the brackets in, there was some overspray where they touched up some other stuff that was supposed to be, let's say, black or argent or something like that. You could actually see that. They painted the dash red. You can see the red overspray. Now, you may or may not see that on the factory car because generally they were done and, in, 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 you know, the, that was done outside of the car. But when you re- when you restore a car, sometimes you don't take every nut and bolt out. You know, the dash, you might as well just leave it in there because in some cases they're spot welded plus bolted in. So, uh, and I'm not real familiar with the, with the Fairlane. On a Mustang, they're kind of, they're a combination of both. They're bolted in and they're, and they're spot welded. 68, uh, 69 and 70s, obviously, and 71, 2 and 3s, you can actually take them out, they unscrew. Looking in the trunk floor, you know, where all the original spot wells were, the braces uh, d- down the, you know, and one thing that's uh, real cool to do is, is to take a shot down the wheel wells. And down the inside of the quarters all the way up to the door jam. You can kind of, if there's some sins, they're going to be down in there. And and what happens is when you see these cars and you see something really, really clean like this car, you can see that they followed through on the whole car. The restoration, the level of the restoration, the detail, the reassembly of the car, um, you can tell was done with care. You know, it wasn't like it was just slapped together. Hey, let's put this thing together and let's just run through an auction and let's sell it. This car was intended for somebody and somebody built the car with with the intentions of keeping it and showing it and doing it right, more importantly. And and that's that's important as well. When you get to the engine compartment, okay, it was nicely done. It was a Factor 390 car. It did have the right carburetor on it, which was a C80F 9510-N, which is N, I think, is for an automatic. M would be for a four-speed car. I've got to look. It's been a while since I've been kind of messing around with this, so I have forgotten a lot. Let's see what else. had the chrome valve covers, had disc brakes on it, had power, br- power brake master cylinder and brake booster on it. It had uh, power steering, and that was pretty much it. It wasn't really a highly, highly, highly optioned car, but it was nicely equipped, okay? So it had the basics. And it fired right up. It sat there and idled. I had to let it warm up a little bit. And, you know, naturally when a car's been sitting for a while, they're a little cold-natured and stuff, so you want to kind of, you know, let them idle a little bit, you know, and then bring the idle up a little bit. You never, never rev a cold engine. You let it... I mean, you might wing it just a little bit, just the first time when it kicks over. Then you bring it back down to an idle, 800 to 1,000, 1,200 RPMs. Hold it there for a little bit, 1,200, 1,300 RPMs. Let it kind of clear out a little bit, and then take your foot off the gas and should idle around six, seven hundred, you know, 800 RPMs. And then, uh, you know, if if it doesn't, if it's not cammed up or something like that, if it's cammed up, it might be 900 to 1,000, depending on what they got in there. And um, so this thing finally idled really, really nice. Typical 
of a car that's been sitting for a while. Unfortunately, automatics are really notorious for this. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that nowadays, nowadays, the quality of the parts that you get, let's just say bearings, gaskets, they're not like in the old days. So you can put a set of gaskets in the car. You can put a you know, front tranny seal in, a rear tranny seal in, you know, where the U-joint goes in, uh, a pan gasket or something like that. They're, they're really not great material. So what they tend to do is they tend to shrink over time, and when they shrink, they have a tendency to leak. Automatics are more prone to do that than a standard shift car. And, and the bad thing about an automatic is if it starts dripping a lot of oil, obviously it's not going to go in gear when you try to take off. Where a four-speed, you know, if anything else, it'll go in a gear because you've got a clutch. Unless the clutch kind of hangs on, hangs up a little bit, and then it kind of seizes to the disc pl- plate, and you can't, uh, you can't do anything with it. But, um, and then you just got to have to kind of start it in gear and then, you know, rock it a little bit. And then the, the, the clutch plate and the flywheel, they kind of tend to separate. But an automatic car, they have a tendency to kind of leak. And then when they do, they slip. And then people don't fix it right away. They don't put fluid in it right away. And then they eat the trannies. So that's it in a nutshell. But overall, I mean, the top was excellent. The interior, the, what, what, what one thing that turns me off on a car is when I see the cars that have been reupholstered. And the, I want to say the fit on the, on the seats. You know, you know how you like, you know, like the 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 text, and I don't want to say the texture, but the fit. In other words, how it the, how the pleats line up, how the 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 cushion lines up. You know, it's got to have a certain fullness to it, and it doesn't look like it's saggy or baggy. And a lot of times, people go ahead and they redo the cover, they re- recover their seats. And you, most people nowadays, you know, you just go to like National Parts Depot, for example, and you buy a seat cover kit. Okay, so basically, you buy the foam, you buy the whatever other little in, internal pieces that you might need, then you fit it with the seat covers, and then you take your little hog rings and you hog ring it. Okay, the problem is, is most people don't get the 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 fit right, so then it looks loose on there, kind of like a baggy shirt or something like that, and that's an absolute turnoff. This was done very very well. Everything on this car. Every detail, every piece of trim, every piece of stainless, every piece of aluminum was very, very nice. And I would have to rate this car probably a strong, 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 strong three, two minus, okay? And only because there was a few little imperfections in there. But, you know, let's call it, you know, a week two, okay? Because it was a really, really, really nice car. And the two, the reason it's a week two and a strong three, but let's say a week two, is because of the minor mechanical th- uh, things that, that were kind of little issues that it had. And, and, and those are easily fixed. The great thing about an old car is if it's mechanical, you can fix it. Pretty much with a rubber band and paper clip. Bob, you got something cute on, on the turn-em-up table there? I do. You do? And when we come back, we're going to go into one more really special event from last weekend. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about what we did this past weekend, the cruising at the Capitol. You know, sponsored by our good friends at uh, Ruth Eckert Hall, right, Bobby? Presented by. Presented by. When we come back. When we come back.
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Frustrated looking for car shows? Want the latest in automotive news? How about videos and podcasts? Well, check out Speed Culture, the comprehensive automotive app now available on Google Play and the App Store. Speed Culture brings you motorsports event listings based on your current location. Speed Culture also brings you the latest news feeds, videos, podcasts, and more. Speed Culture, the automotive enthusiast mobile app. For more information, check out speedcultureapp.com and download it today. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Guys, gals, this is Chuck Palumbo, former WWE superstar and host of Lord of the Car Horse on Discovery Channel. Now, if you're a car lover, guy or gal, you must tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. You better be there. Okay, we're back, and you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And, uh, you know, something else that's on the Speed Culture Minute on our agenda for this weekend, or on the radar, as they say, and that is this weekend in Boca Raton is the uh, Boca Raton Concourse. Concourse d'Elegance. I always forget to say that because we're so used to just saying concourse, you know, but it's Concourse d'Elegance. And uh, that's going on this weekend. And uh, let's see what else we got. Next weekend, there's a bunch of stuff. There's another d- big deal. a paying customer. <laughs> paying customer. And uh, we got this big event up in, uh, I think, at the, uh, what's it called up there, at the uh, racetrack up in Orlando. And uh, Orlando Speedway, or what's it called, Speed something or other? Um, Orlando Speed World. Orlando Speed World. Yeah, you, get, you pull it up on your thing real quick because you can... You're quicker at it than I am. See, that's the kid thing with these kids today. Is they can sit there and whip this stuff up real quick. And, of course, this Saturday, is it this Saturday, is uh, Cars and Coffee, DuPont Cars and Coffee, right? Or is that wow, next are week? we already? I know. Isn't it hard to believe see. that? Also, yep, we're, uh, yes, we're hitting the Yeah, Saturday. DuPont Cars and Coffee is this weekend, okay? And then, of course, the Cars and Coffee in Palm Beach. We were down there. You and I were down there, what, last month when we went to Cavalino? We went to the Palm Beach Cars and Coffee down there. Remember, Bobby? That was pretty cool, and uh, so that's this weekend. You know, you just can't cover all the bases. But what we did do this past weekend is we had this spectacular event in downtown Clearwater, presented by our good friends over at Ruth Eckert Hall, and that was the Capitol Theater Car Show, or the Cruising at the Capitol. Yeah, and a big shout-out to our good friends uh, Nancy Dietrich with uh, Ruth Eckert Hall, and we got to meet her husband, uh, Bill, right? Did I say it right? Bill, yeah. Bill, yeah. So that was pretty cool. And some cool car people. Yeah, and then uh, Gene from uh, Garage One was over there with us. Yes, uh, he, he was. was. He was uh, knocking them dead with his speed wax, right? So check out. People love it. 
People love the speed wax. Got to check that speed wax. Okay, of course, you were in, and Jeff were working the crowd there pretty good with the speed culture plenty app. Of, plenty of downloads to go around. Absolutely, and we had our friends, the Black Honkies. They were the band. They were playing. They were knocking everybody dead. Everybody was on the streets dancing. It was pretty cool. Okay, and uh, so everybody had a good time. We had something like what, close to three hundred cars that showed up there. Yes, a record for the for this event. Right. Uh, let's see. My buddy Frank was down there. He brought his thirty four Ford and or thirty two Ford. I think is what he's got. Thirty two Ford high boy, high boy. And then of course the guy that won the award, Mike Scheller. Big shout out to him because he brought that really cool uh, thirty four Ford uh, street rod that he had, and that was pretty amazing. And I was picking on him a little bit because it really looks cool. And I, I had to ask him, I said, hey, what do you got under the hood? And he goes, well, uh, I said, I hope you got a Ford, a Cadillac, an Oldsmobile, a Hemi, anything but a bow tie. And he just, like, there was a moment of dead silence. He goes, well, um, and I said, yeah, I know, it's a Chevrolet. And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay, no problem. As he goes, you want me to keep the hood down? I said, yeah, why not? So, but anyway, it was an absolutely beautiful car. There's a picture of it on our Facebook. Yes, you can see all the uh, the uh, the winning car. You can see the winning car. He was the judge's choice. And we got a chance to judge this year. It was you, Bobby. It was Jeff Davis. It was Al Wiseman from uh, the Corvettes and Collectibles up in uh, Tarpon Springs. And, of course, yours truly. And uh, so we had our judges' awards, and then they, I think they had a mayor, mayor's award, and they had uh, Zeph Buffin award, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, president of uh, Ruth Eckert Hall's award, and mayor of Clearwater. Yeah, so uh, and we were, met, but and both of them were there. And both of them were there to so, present. Right, so there was five awards that were given out, which was pretty cool. So we had five lucky people, and, and oh, plus People's Choice. Plus yeah. people, that's six awards. So, and we did it kind of cool. So it wasn't like, you know, we went around there and we graded cars or anything like that. We just kind of randomly picked cars that appealed to us, that were really cool, that were in some way really, really outstanding. And I, we thought that that was kind of the fair. So it's kind of like we had the People's Choice Award and we had the Judge's Choice Award. So it was kind of up to the judges. But uh, anyway, I think, Bobby, why don't you go ahead and give Mike a call? Let's get Mike, because he's okay. actually calling me on my cell phone. Here, and uh, we have a guest coming on this evening, and I think he's calling in on our phone. So what we need to do is we need to uh, give him a shout so that, because I can't talk to him on, on my cell phone. But And what I'll do is I'll yeah, just Yeah, it wouldn't kinda, sound too good. No, it wouldn't sound too good. No, I mean, I could sit there and, and say, why don't you go ahead and call him real quick and uh, dial his number, and we'll get, we'll get Mike on, and we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with uh, his program a little bit. Of course, we always try to, you know, we don't really let everybody know exactly what's going on. We kind of like uh, keep it in the bag a little bit. And then what we do is we uh, we like to surprise everybody because everybody likes surprises, you know. So it's kind of like that uh, Rolling Stone song that my, my son just picked out a few minutes ago. But anyway, so, you know, so what I did is I let him pick the songs for this evening. So I have no idea what the songs could be because normally... I'm on the phone! <laughs> normally you uh, hear me uh, announcing the uh, the song. We got him on the phone? Nope. Okay. So let's go ahead and give him a call again. We'll try it one more time. In the meantime, let me tell you about some of the other cool cars that were there. There was, uh, well, Gene brought his 1970 Pontiac GTO uh, tribute car, and it was painted, you know, for change, somebody picked kind of an unusual color. It was uh, Orbit Orange, which I actually like. It's kind of a cool color. It's actually almost like school bus yellow or Ford's Grabber Orange, so it was kind of, kind of a pretty color. Don brought, my good friend Don brought his uh, 57 Corvette down there, the dual quad car. Let's see, what else do we have? We had uh, a number of really interesting cars down there. A guy that brought a another award winner was a 1957 Chevrolet Pro Street, and uh, it had a pretty serious motor in it. it. had a big, giant blower on it. So, Bob, why don't you go ahead and then, uh, 
hopefully you get the right phone number. Why don't you go ahead and fire up the radio here or the stereo real quick and throw another song on there real quick, uh, and I'll double check the numbers. Well, and if, uh, if unless you want to hear another Rolling Stones song, I'd have to. Uh, Go through the uh, well, the, which rec- one? the record shelf up. Oh, the record me. shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well the cart. Uh, what did they call it back in the old days? It was the cart. Yep. The cart. Okay. So, what do you got? What kind of Rolling Stones song you got? Because you're well, on a Rolling Stones uh, kick right now. Let's see. What did we hear? Did we hear? Spend an, let's spend the night together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, other thing we did. Friday night, we went to the big Trump rally. That was pretty cool. We had a lot of fun over that's there. That's kind of where this Rolling Stones kick came from. Yeah. You know what? And one thing I'll say about the Trump rally, outside of the fact that there was thousands and thousands and thousands of people there, the music selection was pretty far out. It's top notch this time. So yeah. let's hear a little, little, uh, little sample. Okay. Excellent. Hey, this is Chip Foose, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Rock on. All right, we're back. You're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And now, yes, we have our special guest on for the evening. Of course, you know, if my son could read my writing, or actually, if my writing was legible, then my son could read my writing, and he could have dialed the right phone number. So, anyway, hey, I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening my good friend, Mike Garland. Mike Garland is the PR guy for Carlisle Events. Mike, are you there? I am here. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on. Yeah, super. Now, let's see. Let's go back a little bit. You and I first met, I think, was what, SEMA about four or five years ago? SEMA, probably 2012. You were in the midst of interviewing Reggie Jackson, and I was uh, I was just lingering, trying to say hello. And I think you had emailed me, actually, before that, because we were coming into the, the first go-around in, in Florida for our shows, and it just so happened that we were able to put two and two together and, and meet. Super. You got a good memory. That's right, it was. Reggie Jackson. He was sitting there with his green Camaro, wasn't he? Yep, that Yanko of his, for sure. Yeah. All right, good memory. All right, Mike, well, hey, tell us about what's going on next weekend. Oh, man, we're, we're excited to get to Lakeland. Uh, we're coming down for Winter Florida Auto Fest, and it's going to be at the Sun and Fun Complex uh, there in Lakeland. If, if you're from Central Florida and you know of the big air show, which is, is what Sun and Fun really is known for, 
it's at that same complex, except now we're going to fill the grounds with classic cars, automotive parts vendors. There's going to be a midway. We're doing a car show. Um, all kinds of great stuff happening, including a very special guest from one of TV's most iconic shows, The Duke's Hazard. Tom Wolfat's coming to town. Wow, super. Is he going to bring a car? Are you going to bring a charger? He, <laughs> he is not, but we've got plenty of people that are going to. And certainly for, for your audience, if you're interested in, in showing a car um, and you have a, you have a General Lee, by all means, come out. We're, we're, we're going to embrace the General Lee love. It, it's amazing that that firestorm still hasn't died down six, seven months later. But, uh, you know, we're, we're embracing all General Lees that want to come out. You know, show the car. It's a classic car. Excellent. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I was at Barrett uh, Scottsdale a couple, uh, well, like three, four weeks ago, and uh, you know they, they auctioned off a Burt Reynolds car, and it seems to me that those '70s shows, you know, the the Smoking the Bandit, you know, uh, the uh, Dukes of Hazard, uh, let's see what else was real popular back in those days. There was a number of, uh, of course, in the early '80s, Kit. What was that show called? Oh, the Night Rider or something like that. Night Rider, yeah. Yeah, you know, so those yeah, the, the, the Fall Guy was all with the with the truck and Lee Majors. So you know those. Those, uh, those those shows that were so auto centric. Yes, and, and and years later, those cars became the stars. I mean, they they certainly. And I think John Schneider and Tom Wopat saw that during I think it was like season three or four of Dukes when they kind of held out, saying that you know we're the stars of the show. And the producer said, "Man, the car is the star of the show." And at the end of the day, the guys came back, and uh, you know you, you had that one year of substitute guys. But it's amazing that. All these years later, how, how one car can be so synonymous with a particular brand, whether it's the Torino from Starsky and Hutch or that big truck from Fall Guy or the, you know, the, the, the uh, Camaro from Knight Rider and the General Lee, of course. Yeah, you know, I forgot about Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> that was another one. Wow, yeah, that's right. Let's see what else was there. Was there um, – trying to think. How's your memory on that? Some of the other TV cars that were back in the day. Let's see. There was some stuff in the seventies. There was a there was a TV show called um, Assignment Vienna, and it was with Robert Conrad, and he is seventy or seventy one big block Corvette convertible. There was the okay. uh, who was the guy that did? Um, he was a magi- it was called the magician. He drove a seventies uh, late seventies Corvette in that one, and uh, those are just some of them. And I'm sure. Uh, your era, you're probably what uh, late '70s, early '80s generation. Is that the era that you? Yes, yes, I, I, I was of that vintage. Okay, well then you have to be, you have to be one of those guys back in the day that either had a Lamborghini Countach or a <laughs> Testarossa, a Miami Vice Testarossa on your pinned up on your wall, right? Uh, you know, pinned up maybe. Um, I definitely had like some Miami Vice stuff. On the wall, but I'll tell you what—the closest I ever came to a Countach was last fall at our auction in Lakeland. We actually had one in the auction, so um, I—no, let me back up. Like, okay, so I was near the Countach at the uh, the Lakeland auction, but last summer in August, Carlisle Events was featured on Fox and Friends, and I actually got to drive the Lamborghini off the hauler and into the parking space in front of the Fox News studio. So I got to drive one, albeit at like three miles an hour white knuckle speed in New York City because I was horrified that something bad was going to happen. Really? Interesting. Well, now, Mike... Hey, give... when, you're driving, when you're driving high-money cars that aren't yours, you're going to go really slow and be really scared. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, give us a little background on, uh, on, on Carlisle events in general. Tell us about all the other stuff that they got going on, and give us a little background on as far as how they came to... Uh, how, they, how they came into existence. 
Well, I mean, for our company, we've been doing business in the car show world since 1974. And so I guess I'll tell the, the second story first. And our, our co-owner and co-founder, Bill Miller, uh, had a really good friend named Chip Miller. They, they happened to be uh, same last name, but they were just friends. They weren't related or anything like that. But two guys, same last name, shared a passion for collector cars. And for as much as the events at Carlisle are a big deal, there's a big fall swap meet in Hershey, Pennsylvania, that is, has been a huge deal for decades. And in 1973, Bill and Chip went to Hershey. They were trying to sell a 50s-era Corvette that Chip had owned because for a couple of guys in their 20s in 1973, a 50s-era car was an old car. Unfortunately, the event in Hershey was a pre-war car. So they were asked to leave, take your Corvette, and go. You know, you're not showing, selling, presenting a car. It doesn't fit this era. So they left. And Bill at one point said to Chip, you know, it would be great if there was a place like this for guys like us that like these kinds of cars. And so in 1974, they started the the first show at the Carlisle Fairgrounds in central Pennsylvania. It was called Post-War 74 at the time. It's evolved to fall Carlisle now. But they had a facility that they rented. They had a couple of hundred vendors. They did a swap meet. They had some cars on show or on display, I should say. And it grew from there. So now we do 11 events. We have two in Lakeland, and then we do nine in Pennsylvania of, of varying um, marks, if you will. We have spring and fall Carlisle, which are swap meets. We have a huge car corral, and I'm talking about 100,000 people at those shows each, uh, 8,100 vending spaces that are filled up. Now, this is all in Pennsylvania. And then we do a big Ford show, a Chrysler show, a truck show, a GM show, a Chrysler show, the Corvettes at Carlisle, which many people know around the world. And so there's, there's something for everybody if you're coming to Carlisle. Now, I get that with the majority of your audience in Florida, people like to go to Florida, especially this time of year. I mean, it was raining ice this morning when I went to work. So um, people come to Florida so they don't have to get ice on them from the sky. I understand that. So we wanted to bring our brand to the Sunshine State, which we did in 2012. We were fortunate enough to take over uh, a long-running event in uh, in zephyr hills it was uh, north of tampa of course and we ran that show there for i guess six offerings so three years basically a fall event and a winter event and we outgrew the facility um so many people turned out to that event um it was already a big show our presence made it even bigger and we outgrew the facility and we announced in the geez what was it maybe the fall of 14 that the fall of 15 would be our first event at a new facility. So we, in the fall of 15, had the first event in Lakeland. And uh, a good chunk of the people came with us from the old facility to the new facility, and the response was absolutely amazing. The, the, the spacious aspect of the Fun and Fun Complex, all that it has to offer, um, it's just, it, it is what, it's the dream facility for us because it provides us almost unlimited space to do what we need to do. Um, it's not you know, it's not fair to say in the middle of nowhere because every every place is somewhere. And then Zephyr Hills was a great town, nice small community atmosphere that we were familiar with in Carlisle. But it was off the beaten path. You know, you're getting off I-4 and you're going north on 301. Or you're getting off 75 and you're going east on, uh, you know, from Wesley Chapel, that kind of thing. In Lakeland, we're centrally located. We're still off I-4, but we're right there. And whether you're in Orlando or whether you're in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Bradenton, Sarasota, whatever, you know, a couple of highways and a couple of exits, and you're at our facility. 
So we're, we're excited to be coming back for the show, and, and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you when you come out, too. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the events that you have in Florida. Are you going to do more in Florida, or are you kind of comfortable with the way just the two events that you have here and then the, the seven or eight that you have up in Pennsylvania? We're going to stick with just the two that we have right now because we want to grow the brand okay. and, and grow, the, grow the footprint that we have at Sun and Fun. I mean, I, I'm one of those, just like our ownership. You never say never, but I'm not even going to come close to committing to anything for us in the future. Um, you know, we just had one event in the fall, and you mentioned Burt Reynolds earlier. We actually had Burt as yes. one of our star attractions uh, at the fall show. Yes. Um, so we come back with, with Wopat here in, uh, in February. And we just want to grow these shows. We're, we're accustomed to having 25, 30,000 people coming out to the AutoFest events over the course of a weekend. And we want to see that grow. The facility can, can handle growth. We have acres of free parking. Um, not only do we do the swap meet and the car corral and the car show, but we have our own auction brand. You mentioned going to Barrett-Jackson. Well, Barrett-Jackson, while it's an awesome auction experience, it's also a show, literally and figuratively. Um, Meekum, another great auction company. They put on great events. Well, Carlisle Auctions is, I would say, can rival that from the experience standpoint. We're not on TV. Um, you know, we're not running $3,000 across an auction block over a week or anything like that. But you're going to come for two days. There's going to be 400 cars that go across the auction block. They're going to be affordable, and it can be a first or next classic for someone. And it's real easy to get involved as a bidder or a consigner. Interesting. Now, who handles the actual auction? Do you like sub that out, or is that something done in house? No, it is actually done in house. We have, uh, as Carlisle Events goes, we have a kind of a brand under the company umbrella called Carlisle Auctions. So we have a full time staff of actually just four. I mean, you you said yourself, you just came from Bear Jackson. So think about that. Like we've got four, four full time people that run our auction, and then we have a, a couple of dozen part time folks that help out during the event. But we do four collector car auctions a year, two in Carlisle, two in Lakeland. And, I mean, we've seen some great cars come through the auction. Um, in fact, Burt Reynolds himself uh, put a car through our auction at Spring Carlisle last year in Pennsylvania. And it was a $190,000 car because it was uh, one of the last cars that you know he'll ever own. It was titled in his name, things like that. So we're starting to see some great uh, caliber cars come through the auction. And they really run the run the gamut from you know 1900s early you know model age you'll see things like that to some modern day muscle and there's a lot of stuff in between. Um, what do we have? We have a Ford Falcon 1970 Ford Falcon that's going to be in the auction this year. Low miles, basically original, should be one of the higher selling cars um, in the uh, in the weekend lot. Now let me guess. You're saying Ford Falcon high resale, so our highest yielding car. My guess is, is it got a 429 Cobra Jet in it by any chance? It sure does. Ah, okay. See, what people don't realize, the 70 Falcon is really a Torino in disguise, and but in 70 they for the base model Fairlane or whatever you want to call, it, they still called it a Falcon. So that's kind of interesting. That's yeah, so it's, a, it's really cool to check out, and you and you, you can go to CarlisleAuctions.com. We have pictures and information on the consignments. So everything's there. You can check it out. We're doing some bidder discount incentives right now. So if you were to call our office tomorrow and reference a, a bidder code of a, a, a bidder radio, you can get 50% off a, a bidder's package for the event. Um, and, you know, like I said, CarlisleAuctions.com. I'm not going to rattle off a phone number, but CarlisleAuctions.com. The phone number's there, and you can call the office tomorrow and, and sign up to be a bidder. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, a few years ago when you were at um – 
at uh, uh, Zephyr Hills, a buddy of mine ran his very rare 1967 Cougar GTE, which is a 427 car, 68. And uh, he got he got strong money for the car. He was very very pleased. Got a lot of uh, uh, attention on that car, and uh, and he got pretty close to what he wanted for the car. But more importantly, you know, it was a straight. It was a good deal. Clean getting in, clean getting out. He got paid. So you know, kudos to you guys because you run a very good operation, a very professional operation. So. Well, and, and we really try to treat. You know, we're a family run business, and we try to treat all of our customers like family as well. Um, because you come to an event, especially one of our auctions, we do uh, what we call free and less sold. So while our consignments for this auction are sold out, for anyone thinking about getting involved in the future, um, you can you can consign a car, and if it doesn't sell, you get your consignment fee back. So like I said, free and less sold. Um, wow. You do have to commit commit on the front end, but we work with you to make sure your car and if it doesn't sell, then you know that's on us. So you get your money back, and and we try and make it real simple. If you get a bidder's pass, you and a guest can come check out the auction for the weekend. Uh, we're giving away money at the show next weekend. Um, the auction is doing two one thousand dollar giveaways. They're doing one on Friday and one on Saturday, and we're giving away. And I say we as in Carlisle Events. We're doing an additional five hundred dollar giveaway Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's there's money up for grabs. There's cool cars to check out. Um, Wopat, you know, come, 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 meet one of the Duke boys. Absolutely, sounds like a lot of fun. Now, how many cars are you going to have in the auction on, on an average? What's your, what's your run list? Um, about four hundred plus, and we always say plus because you know we might wiggle a couple more in here and there, but definitely over four hundred. And if you figure we were just there in November, um, our consignments were sold out by mid January, so we were basically turning people away in November and locking them in for for February's event. And we sold out quick. So you've got 400-plus consignments. And, again, you go to CarlisleAuctions.com. You see the information on all of our consignments. We have to have a tab that says View Consignments. We have a lot of pictures up there where you can check out these vehicles and see what they're all about. A lot of friends of mine um, are dealers, and I obviously was there last uh, fall, and, and everybody had a good time. And I will tell you this, that both buyers and sellers were a lot of them were very happy. They said it was a good selection of cars. It was run run very well. Uh, a lot of people got you know what they were expecting to get for the cars, and a lot of people got some good bargains there. So uh, again, kudos to you. You guys do a very well job, a very good job running uh, running your operation over there. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, there's a lot of trial and error involved in what we do, and I look at how hard our auction team works and how far we've come since we ran our first standalone auction um, under the Carlisle Auctions brand in 20. 13. I mean, I, I've been with the company. I'm into my sixth season now, so forgive me. Some of these years start to run together. <laughs> um, but they, they've come so far. We had uh, we had partnered with Auctions America prior to the launch of our Carlisle Auctions brand, and I think that w- we worked very well with them. They taught us a lot. We were able to pick up and go with the knowledge that we had learned from them and have applied some things on our own along the way. And I think that makes us successful like we are. I mean, we're going to be featured on South Beach Classics next week on the Velocity Channel with Ted Vernon. Oh wow! Um, so, so you know, Ted was Ted always comes to the show, and that's the cool thing. If you're also part of the auction, I mean, you're you're wheeling and dealing at the auction alongside the likes of a Ted Vernon. I mean, here's a guy that he'll walk up to you and he'll talk to you, and, and you can have a good time with him all you want, and then he's going to go back to, to South Florida and, and film for his TV show. So you can come and wheel and deal with with TV star. And, uh, you know, this time around, the cameras aren't coming. But if you were there in the fall, you might find yourself on TV. And you can check that out next, I think, Wednesday night at 10 on uh, on Velocity. Wow. How about that? 
How many uh, swapping vendors are you going to have there this year? Oh, geez, a couple of hundred. Um, it, it's evolving, so it's not fair to throw a number on it yet. Okay. Because we're, we're, we're picking up some every day, and I have a feeling we'll have some folks roll in. Uh, I know the weather in Florida this time of year is, is generally nice, but I think like anything else, you have an outdoor event. Some people are going to wait until they know for sure what the forecast is looking like. So we, st- we still have a couple of hundred vendors that are committed, um, and then you're going to you know find thousands of pieces and parts for sale. And it's, it's so spread out with what we have at Sun and Fun that you walk into gates, there's vendors. You walk across the tree line, there's more vendors. You walk to the, the far side field, there's more vendors. There are, there are vendors far and wide at this complex. And what makes the, the weekend even cooler is because it's right by an active airport, we don't have to put on an air show. There's an air show in and of itself. You're going to find military planes and private planes coming and going, and there's something going on all day long. How about entertainment? What are you going to have for entertainment? Now, last year, uh, last fall, I noticed you had uh, some guy giving helicopter rides, right? It looked like a big old Huey there that was giving people rides around. Yeah, we, we did have helicopter rides in the fall. He is not back this time, but we're doing some uh, Stearman biplane rides. Oh, wow. Uh, as a nod, nod to what the uh, you know the facility's all about. Uh-huh. We have that. We're going to have the Kaiser Frazier Club is going to be one of the, the hosts of our car show uh, because one of the angles to the car show is an orphan car show. So the Kaiser Frazier dudes are going to be sort of the host of that. They're going to be doing some seminars. And then, as you know, otherwise entertainment, I mean, we're just looking at, at, at Tom Wolfat as, as the reason people want to come out. Okay. Not the reason, but one of the reasons right. to bring people out. Um, you know, he's going to be signing autographs. And a little bit different than what people may have experienced with Mr. Reynolds last fall is when you meet Tom, your first autograph is going to be free. He's going to have merchandise for sale as well. He's an accomplished singer. He's appeared on Broadway and then, you know, many other things outside of Dukes of Hazard, But you can pick up a CD. Um, he's got some pictures that he'll sign for you. Um, you know, you can buy those from him. But if you're going to show up with a die-cast car or, or some Dukes of Hazard memorabilia, he'll sign that first thing for free. And then uh, he'll, he'll sell you a CD or picture or whatever you want to do after that. Super, super. Now, how much does it cost to get in? It is uh, $10 a person to get in. That's a bargain. That's a bargain. Yeah, it is. It's $10 a person to get in. Parking is free, and uh, we've got acres of it. There's plenty of shuttle service to get you around as well. And uh, and if you're coming out, by the way, I mentioned the car show a couple of times, 35 bucks to sign up to be part of the car show. And I know so many people are used to the cruisins of the Dairy Queen or the Publix or, or whatever, but if you come out to our show, yes, $35 to be in the car show. But car show Saturday and Sunday, but you get access for the entire weekend, and you can bring a guest. So if you figure you yourself coming for four days, that's 40 bucks. Now you sign up for the car show, you, your car, and a friend can come for all four days. That's an $80 value for 35 bucks. That's a bargain. Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, I threw out CarlisleAuctions.com a bunch earlier, CarliseEvents.com as well. You've, we've got a promotional spot on there talking about the show. You can see Tom Wopat and you know, see what he's looking like these days, and then you can come out and check it out. Super. Now, let me ask you a question. The fall show versus a spring show or winter show, which one's usually bigger, or does it? are they about the same now? No, historically, the bigger show is this one coming up in, uh, in the winter, or the, the, yeah, this is the Winter Auto Fest show, um, because at this point, you have a lot more snowbirds down. When we do the fall show, um, we're doing it before Thanksgiving, and uh, as a former Florida resident, I know that anybody that's in dating from the north is going to do so generally after the holiday season. Now, the diehards, the ones that like just want to get out of the 65-degree weather up north, they'll be down early. But, you know, the bulk of the snowbirds are coming down after Thanksgiving, and they're embedded through you know spring training and, 
maybe come back up in April and things like that. So um, this is the bigger show. We, we get more people, you know, probably pushing 30,000 through the gates over the over the four days next weekend. And, um, you know, we, we want you to be one of them. We want your audience to be one of them. Super, super. Well, Mike, we're just about out of time, but I want to thank you very much for coming on the radio show here and tell us a little bit about Carlisle and Carlisle Events and the Fall Winterfest here. Now, one more time, go ahead and plug uh, how people can find out about you and give them the real quick way to get there off I-4. Oh, geez. Well, if you're coming from uh, the, the Bay Area side, you get off at County Line Road, and uh, which I think is exit 25 off the top of my head, and you can take that, uh, I guess that would be south, and there's, there'll be signage at that point off of Medulla Road, the Sun and Fun Complex. Um, 10 bucks to get in, kids 12 and under free. The show's Thursday through Sunday next weekend. That's the 25th to the 28th. Tom Wopat's there starting on the 26th. The auction is the 26th and 27th. And I'll throw two web pages at you, which, you know, hopefully, Robert, you'll push out through your social media channels as uh, well. Absolutely. CarlisleEvents.com, CarlisleEvents.com, and CarlisleAuctions.com. You can get all the details on both of those pages. Super, super. Hey, I want to thank my special guest, Mike Garland from Carlisle Events, for coming on the radio show tonight, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Mike, I look forward to seeing you next weekend. Thanks very much. Tell everybody we said hi, and uh, tell uh, Mr. Wolfat that I'd like to... Uh, Wolfat. Is it Wolfat? Did I pronounce it right? Wolfat. Wolfat, yeah. I always wanted to meet him. I saw him at one of the car shows one time, but uh, he was with Snyder. Snyder not going to be there? No, no. John couldn't make it. We tried. Or John, yeah. He's got some filming obligations at his ranch in Louisiana, but uh, we'll, we'll have time for you. And uh, come on out and then meet Luke Duke. Okay, Luke Duke. All right. Hey, Mike, take care. Thank you very much. Hey, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Weekend Cars. Be sure to check out our radio show every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Be sure to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our podcast page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to go to Speed Culture and download the app. That's where you can find out where all the car shows are, including the Carlisle Fall Winter Fest or Winter Florida Fest. Auto Fest. I think I got it right there, right, Bobby? Just screwed up. Auto it up. Fest. Auto Fest. That's it. Right. Anyway, and let's see what else did I forget. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on uh, YouTube channel, right? And go ahead and throw out some more social media stuff real quick, Bobby. Twitter, Periscope, Facebook. That's it. Check it out. Hey, don't forget, we'll see you guys at some of the car shows. In the meantime, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. Hey!